In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Three in One, who we wait for. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, once upon a time ago there was a professor who decided that it would be sort of an interesting idea to see what people were waiting for. And so he left his office one day and he went out and he talked to people that were on the street waiting for the bus, on campus, things like that. And he came across a pretty wide variety of people. He came across one person who said that they were waiting to graduate. He came across another person who said that they were waiting for this year to be over. Another person was waiting for their birthday. Another person was waiting for their parents to get back together again. Another person was waiting for something else. They were waiting for their life to turn around. Another person was waiting for their girlfriend to come back to them. Another person was waiting for a friendship to be restored. And there was all of these things that people were waiting for, and waiting for, and waiting for. And he asked some of them how long they thought it would take for what they were waiting for. And some of them had a pretty good idea. Some of them said, well, it should take me about a year, or it'll be in about three months, or it'll be tomorrow. Or sometimes they said, I don't don't really know when it'll happen, but I think it'll be soon. Or I don't know when it'll happen. I don't know even if it will happen, but I'm still waiting for it. In our culture, it's sometimes a little bit difficult for us to wait. There's so many things about our culture that has become automatic, that has become instantaneous. How often have you waited for a letter to come in? How often have you waited for somebody to call you? Or how long have you waited to get back to your house so that somebody could call you? In the days before, you had a phone strapped to your side or in your purse or in your pocket. Waiting is something that has become harder and harder to do for us in this sort of world of new technology where everything can be instantaneous. Everything can be automatic. And yet, there are things that we wait for. And in this world of the instantaneous and the automatic, the things that we wait for probably seem to be a little bit of a longer wait. A little bit of a longer wait. Waiting for a letter to come in isn't a matter of a few days or a week anymore. It's a matter of, if you're sending it via email or Facebook, it's a matter of it getting there right away. But when you actually are waiting for a letter to tell you something, then that wait seems almost too much to bear. And that seems to be the 
point at which Paul is at in our Gospel reading, and Timothy. We've been talking for the past couple of weeks about the epistle 1st Timothy, and now we're talking through 2nd Timothy. There's about three years of gap in between the two books. There's been about three years between what Paul was communicating to Timothy, what we read just last week, that communication to Timothy, to this communication, which is now three years later. Think about three years ago. Three years ago, it was 2007. Some of you were freshmen. Some of you weren't even here yet. Some of you had different jobs. Some of you weren't retired yet. Some of you hadn't had a kid yet. I think everybody here has been born within the past three years. Three years have passed. And now Paul is writing to Timothy and he's bolstering him in the faith because Timothy has been a pastor, a leader in the church for these three years now. And he's a little tired of the wait. Because Paul was telling Timothy, be this pastor, be the person who is leading this church and then Jesus will come back and we'll all be with him. And now three years later, Timothy is saying, it's been three years, where is he? I'm getting tired. I'm getting tired of waiting. So what are you getting tired of waiting for? Are you tired of waiting for that person to recognize you, for that person to kind of see you? Are you getting tired of waiting for graduation to come? Are you getting tired of waiting for something else in your life to magically appear? Are you getting tired of praying for the same thing over and over again and not seeing it? Because if you are, then you're in a league with two fine, fine Christian gentlemen. The Apostle Paul and this... Young man, Timothy. It's hard for us to wait. The waiting seems like it consumes what we are. But Paul, in his letter to Timothy, says, Hold out faith. Look to the past generations of people that have been waiting. Look back to your grandmother. Look to your mother. They've all been waiting. And they've been able to survive in that wait. They've just been patient. And they've had faith. But that still doesn't make it any less hard for us to wait. Our waiting seems to drag on and drag on and drag on. Until the moment at which we see it realized. And that makes everything worth the wait. 
Because you see, when that thing happens in your life, when that person actually notices you, when that thing actually happens in your life, then all of a sudden the weight seems like it was so small. And that's what the resurrection is going to be like. When we're with Jesus and we're able to say, we were waiting for this for so long, but now it's so worth it. It's not even a speck in our memory anymore. He's worth the wait, and you were worth the wait for Him. If you think about what He did for us on the cross that was almost 2,000 years ago, and He hasn't come back yet since, which meant that you were worth His weight. Because if He came back the day before you were born, it is very possible that you would not be in eternity with Him. And He waited for the very moment that you were born, that you came to faith, that you were baptized, so that He could wait that amount of time, that you would have faith in Him, so that when He came back in the resurrection, that you would be with Him forever and ever. And that's worth any amount of weight. Amen.